Welcome to the Best in Beauty podcast, where you can get inspiration and strategies to help your spa and skincare business reach new heights. I'm your host, Claudia Fabian. Let's get this beauty started. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Best in Beauty podcast. And today, you know, we're going to be talking about a really important topic that all of you will face at some point um, as an esthetician or a spa owner, and that is eventing. How do you have a successful event? You know, eventing kind of went away a little bit with COVID, and but now people more than ever are wanting to get together and eventing is back. It is hot and is actually one of the trends that we talked about on a previous podcast. So don't want to get left behind and you want to have a successful event. Let's talk about some things that will help you. So joining me today is the beautiful and fabulous Angelica Caravella, who is the regional educator for Edgeless Beauty Pro. And she and I have both worked as estheticians in salon and spa, as well as education. And we're here to tell you, we've seen it and we've done it all. And we're going to give you, (laughs) we're going to give Angelica's five top tips. And this is just really the tip of the iceberg, but this will get your juices flowing. Angelica, thank you for joining us today on the Best in Beauty podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. So I know eventing is something that you do a lot of with Edgeless Beauty Pro. And um, as I said, I know you have seen it all. You've seen really successful events and then maybe some events that maybe weren't as successful. And we're here to give you some tips and tricks to turn that around. You know, this is a great opportunity for you to boost your bottom line and really draw in the people that you want to be working with at your salon and spa. So Angelica, without further ado, why don't we dive in to the top five tips and tricks, and let's start with the first one, which I think is really one of the most important ones. So why don't you go ahead and lead us in with that? Definitely. Okay. So I think first and most importantly, you want to be setting goals for the event. So you want to really think about what it is that you want from the event, whether that be more product retail sales, whether that be, you know, booking future cert, more future services, or if you're even a new business and you are just trying to promote awareness and want to get out there and try and bring in more of a clientele base. Yeah, I think goal setting is so important, not just kind of shooting darts in the dark. You want to have a target and really make sure you know what the purpose of that event is. And for some people, it might just be boosting their retail, you know, for the end of the month or for, you know, a slower quarter. It might be just bringing in um, more clients for services to keep their team booked and to keep their team motivated. And sometimes it's awareness. And you know what? It's okay if it's all three, but it's really good to have specific goals and to set a number to that. Don't you think that is important to say, you know, for this three hour event, we want to hit, you know, $5,000 or we want to hit, you know, 1200 in retail and 2500 in new services booked. So it really could be a combination of things. Um, And I think those are really, really important. 
from your experience in working with spas and salons that do this, what do you think that turnout and what, you know, do you always hit the goal and the, does this really work for them? Oh, most definitely. I think, you know, having different goals, having like your, you know, regular goal and then having a stretch goal even I think is what is important. And I think the successful events that I have been to, these ladies have really set their goals and they've planned out the event really well. And most of the time we're exceeding those stretch goals. So definitely it pays off to really set those goals and um, quantify them. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So the first one is setting goals, really having some good markers for yourself, um, deciding if you want to focus retail services, brand awareness, salon awareness, um, or a little bit of all three. All right, moving on to number two, what is the second thing that um, people can do to really ensure that they're going to have a successful event? So the second one I would say would be just knowing your customer base. So really understanding who is your typical spa goer um, and is the goal, do we want to expand that demographic or are we trying to reach a new demographic? Mm -hmm. And once you understand who that customer is, then you can really effectively plan your event around ideas that cater to them. Yeah, you know, I was um, at another seminar recently and I heard um, an idea and I thought it was really genius is for every business, right? You have, like you said, you want to know who your customer is and you want to give that customer a name. Maybe it's Melissa, okay? Melissa <laughs> is, you know, 40. Melissa likes spa. She like, you know, you want to kind of know exactly, exactly who Melissa is. Where does she like to go? What does she dress like? What does she look like? You know, what what's important to her? What are her values? And that is your customer. So whenever you're, you know, planning a promotion, you're planning an event, you want to cater to Melissa. You know, you want Melissa to be like, I am going to that event. I'm bringing a friend. This is exciting. So you really have to dive deep and create that customer. Who is it? And what does she look like? What does she dress like? You know, what are her uh, hobbies? And that is a really surefire way that you're going to be not missing the mark with your events. If you really know and dial into who your customer is. For sure. I love that. I love giving them a name. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you might have a couple of different types of clients. You know, you might have a Melissa and a Jane <laughs> and, you know, kind of figuring out who you're going to cater that to. So um, yeah. that's just a little tidbit that kind of came to my mind when you said, know your customer. Love it. <laughs> All right. So moving on after, you know, your customer, then what, what do you think is another good point for people to keep in mind when planning events? Yeah. So the next one, and I think one of the most important is planning it, actually planning the event. So there's definitely a few things that go into planning quite a few things I should say, but um, making sure you're setting an appropriate time frame. We don't want an event that's going to go too long or too short where there's going to be missed opportunity for bringing in customers. Um, we want to make sure that, 
you know, if it is a retail focus goal, you know, making sure that all your product is stocked, especially the best sellers, um, you know, making sure that you're also communicating all the details with whoever's involved in the event. So making sure that if, you know, for example, it's that they're receiving many treatments in, you know, in the spa, that they're all aware of what they're doing and what their responsibilities are. Um, and then also just themes, like having a fun theme around the event, I think is great. And, you know, having snacks and drinks that coordinate with that, I think is fantastic as well. But, you know, having those um, fun themes and that also goes really back to knowing who your customer is, because what would they enjoy doing and just catering to that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can even think about, you know, themes, you know, if it's, um, you know, you can make it like a fun night where let's say it's maybe you invite in a tarot card reader and her focus will be telling your skincare future. You know, oh, it could just that. be a fun <laughs> game like that. You could have, you know, for those um, that have a diagnostic camera to look deeper into the skin, that could be part of the journey as well. And so you're taking your guests, you know, through all of these different stations and having it be a full experience. And so again, basing your um, food and mocktails around, you know, astrology or around the different, you know, themes, let's say that you have, you know, it could be anything, um, but there's so many different fun things you can do and involving the other people too in your um, spa space. So whether there's massage therapists, there definitely should be someone doing chair massage during the event, you know, promote the whole business, maybe um, a stylist giving hair consults, you know, change your skin, change your hair for spring. It could all work together. You know, you don't just want to think tunnel vision when having a skincare event, you want everybody involved. The more of your team can that is invested and excited about it, the more successful it'll be because they'll be telling everybody, oh, you got to come to this great event. So expanding beyond just thinking facials, skincare recommendations, make it an experience. Yes, I love that. Exactly. I think that's great. Mm -hmm. All right. Where are we? What else do we need to do, Angelica? So next up also equally as important is the promotion of your event. So you want to make sure you get on social, um, especially Instagram is wonderful, but, you know, not just one post, you know, you want to do this on the month before, two weeks before, um, a day or two before and get creative. Um, there is, you know, Claudia, you and I were just talking about how on, you know, your Instagram story feature, there's an actual countdown timer that you can use. Mm -hmm. So the more excitement that you're creating around this event, the more successful that it's going to be. Even during the event, you could be going on, you know, like Instagram live, you know, live from, from the event and say, you know, we're going to be here until seven o'clock. Come on by, stop in, 
This podcast is sponsored by Edgeless Beauty Pro, the distributor of the best in beauty. Featuring Ultraceuticals, one of Australia's leading cosmeceutical skincare brands, now available in the U.S. to licensed professionals, real skincare, real results. Do you need a way to set your spa apart? Edgeless Beauty Pro offers Observe 320 and 520X, the latest visual engagement sales tool to empower licensed estheticians to give the ultimate skin consultations and increase retail and service sales by 40%. Take your treatments to new heights. Edgeless Beauty Pro also offers Altair's Diamond Tome DT2 Skin Resurfacing System for skin rejuvenation and that superior glow. All that excitement blasted all over social. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I think if you're going to be um, planning this event, it's really good to start promoting six to eight weeks prior to the event. And you really should have one dedicated post per week on your social media announcing the event, leading up to the event, as well as daily stories. Now, stories could be, you could use that countdown feature, which is great. You could also um, have each of your estheticians, you know, give a little blurb about what they're looking forward to at the event and, you know, share that on the stories or on your main page. So just really creating a buzz around it, um, maybe kind of teasing what the promos are going to be, what the savings are going to be. All of that is so, so important to getting people to the event. And I think that might fall into another tip that you have, which is, go ahead, I'll let you say it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, which is to have exclusive offers even a sign-up fee for the event. So making sure that it's an event special type of promotion um, where they get maybe a certain percentage off of product or a certain percentage or some incentive to book their next service with you um, or a raffle prize, things like that, or even a way to sell through maybe some of your overstock. You could create a promotion around, you know, spend a certain amount and receive a free gift. And, you know, that's what they receive is that, is that um, overstock item to move through some of your products. Absolutely. Absolutely. People love free gifts. People love entering into raffles. You could reach out to your local bakery, your local um, restaurant and ask for a donation so that you have multiple raffles. You know, you can have people um, enter their name and they have an opportunity to win more than just skincare. So again, thinking outside the box, thinking about community, you know, what could you do? Maybe um, one of your hairstylists, you know, wants to donate a free haircut or a free, um, you know, consultation with, I don't know, you know, with a manicure, like something to bring people back in. And again, you want to think beyond spa, you want to think about your whole business, Um, But definitely having it be spa-centered, of course, but don't forget to have extra prizes. doesn't always just have to be skincare prizes. Um, You know, people love, you know, a free blowout or, you know, coming in perhaps for a complimentary manicure, you know, something like that. So don't be afraid to offer services as well as part of the raffle. So you have multiple ways to win. For sure. Yes. Yeah. And I think we were talking about social. And one thing I think is so important too is tapping into your client base and reaching out to local influencers. 
you know, sometimes that digital marketing is the easiest way. So inviting them to your event, even though they may not be your actual customer, inviting them to the event as influencers, they're always looking for something to film, content to film, and perhaps they get a complimentary facial for showing up, you know, later that month or whatever. But if they come, that is kind of the, the payment for coming for a couple of hours to post on their stories. Um, again, expanding your network, getting the name out there of your, your business and what services you offer. Yeah, I think that's that's very important as well, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with doing so many events, <clears throat> I know I've done so many events over the course of my career, and I know you have as well. What do you think really makes the difference? I mean, we've talked about some, I think, really key to me, this is eventing 101. You know, this is not anything out of the ordinary that you, if you're not doing these things, then you want to start doing them. But these are really the basics. But what are some extra things that you've noticed that really make a difference? Well, really in the, in the planning portion, I think is the most critical of the, of the tips that I had shared, you know, really getting on the phone and inviting and talking it up and really filling those slots. Um, because the more people that you have, the more buzz you're going to create around it. And even guests that are in your salon or spa, when you're not, or who weren't part of the event, and they'll even start coming up and being like, Oh, what's going on? And Oh, come on over. Let's, let me tell you about it. And also extending you know, um, the whole day to the event. Maybe there's people who are coming in for services earlier in the day, can't make the event, but they can come to the next event and, you know, you can extend them. Hey, if you want to still enter your name for the raffle, you're more than welcome to. So having an open mind and being flexible when it comes to eventing is where I've seen, you know, businesses have success. Yeah, one thing I think that I've noticed in businesses that have a lot of success is consistency. I think sometimes, you know, you have an event once a quarter and maybe it was, it did really well. Maybe it was okay, but then you're not doing another one for another, you know, four months. Like I think monthly events are really key and definitely at minimum once a quarter. But I think if you have something ongoing, you know, maybe it's the you know, third Wednesday of every month or the, you know, you can do this with your team. You don't necessarily need your brand representative there, but just staying consistent. Maybe once a quarter, you have your brand representative there from your skincare brands and you make that kind of like a bigger event, but then you should be having these micro events every single month within your spa space that is consistent. And that to me, is really the surefire way to have the maximum benefit and payoff for these events, especially if your books aren't totally full. You need to be doing events. You need to be promoting more and bringing the spa outside of the room because it's like a mystery, like what goes on behind that door in those spa rooms? <laughs> you know, people might be curious, but they just don't know. So bringing the chairs outside or bringing, you know, maybe getting some foldable, you know, mobile massage beds as the treatment tables for your lobby. You know, if you can't bring on your big electric bed, I get that. But bringing the spa into the lobby and letting people see what actually goes on 
is really key. And it can be, to your point, I mean, it can be kind of intimidating for someone who's not an avid spa goer that you want to be bringing in. And so on that same note, like encouraging them to bring friends, Mm -hmm. you know, having it be a little friends girls night out is I think what's going to be maybe make that person who was a little bit intimidated, a little more comfortable coming in and trying something new. So yeah, definitely bringing a friend I think would be great too. Yeah, absolutely. The more the merrier um, is always good for events. And, you know, maybe they get an extra, you know, little raffle um, gift or a swag bag gift if they bring a friend. You know, that's, um, I've seen that done before where, you know, the first, you know, 10 people to come with a friend, they get the actual swag bags. You know, so you want to create some urgency too. You don't want to have 100 swag swag bags. You want to have, you know, 25 or 50 or whatever the amount is so that you encourage like people to come early and they get the swag bags. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And on that same note, and that kind of goes into the offers <laughs> tip as well, but having there be a sign up fee because it's easy for a customer to sign up if there's no you know, obligation to it. Right. Mm-hmm. So having there be a sign up fee is going to create more like, Oh, I'm reserving my spot. And even when you are booking it saying, Oh, we have just a few left. So that also is going to create some, some urgency around having them book. And then they have that commitment of that reservation fee as well. And the Absolutely. reservation fee mm-hmm. that, and that reservation fee can also be you know, maybe it's a $50 reservation fee and you can have that go toward product that they purchase at the event or toward a service that they, you know, future booking if you'd like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you want to always place a value on what they're getting. So even if it's just a mini facial, there's still a value to that. So, you know, for your $25 um, deposit for the event, you know, the value of the facial that you're getting is $85 or whatever it is, like making sure that it's really clear that they're getting a great offer. They're getting a great, you know, way to experience whatever service that you're offering at a nice discount, um, that it's, you know, a promotional price, but there's still a lot of value there. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I hope that some of these tips were helpful for you as you start kind of getting back into the swing of eventing. Um, And if you have any questions on eventing, connect with us on social media, connect with us via email. We'll be happy to help you any way that we can. And cheers to a successful eventing season coming up for spring and summer. And yeah. What else, Angelica? Is there anything else you want to add? No, not really. Just have fun planning events because they can be very a very fun thing to do and very lucrative as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So get into it. Get into eventing and um, let us know what has worked for you. We'd love to know. Leave it in the comments for us and we'd love to hear all your tips and tricks as well. Thanks for joining me, Angelica, for the Best in Beauty podcast. And I'm sure we'll be talking to you again very soon. Thank you so much for having me. 
Thanks so much for joining us today. If you would like to continue the conversation, be sure to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and on LinkedIn. If you would like more information on Edgeless Beauty Pro and our brands, please connect with us at edgelessbeautypro.com and get our education and event calendar. Sign up to get connected with one of our account executives to see if our brands are a right fit for your business.